Hey friend, you're listening to the Coaching with Breathy podcast. My name is Breathy Serene and I'm a business strategist and success coach for online business owners just like you. And what I help them do is master their mindset and simplify their strategy so they can make more money and scale their business and do it in a way that feels good to them. My core philosophy as a business coach is that it's your business and you get to scale it your way. I believe that there's more than one right way of doing business. And on this podcast, I'm going to help you find the best one for you. Every week, I'll share tips, tools, and insights that'll help you build the business and life of your freaking dreams. I can't wait to chat with you in today's episode. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having an amazing, amazing weekend and day. It is actually Sunday, and I know I'm recording this episode late. I'm technically recording it um, a couple of days late. It should have been released on Thursday, but that's okay. Um, Honestly, I have just been a little distracted and a little busy um, with school and everything, and, you know, just getting prepped for that, and just kind of allowing myself to ease into business again and, um, you know, prioritizing school and family and all of those other things. So I apologize again for, for kind of delaying the podcast episodes, but I also think it's really important to kind of have this conversation of, um, you know, it's okay if you have deadlines and you definitely should meet those deadlines. And like, if you have client, you know, things due and all that sort of stuff, You should absolutely meet those deadlines and be responsible about those things. And also, I think the benefit of being your own boss and having your own business is that you get to decide what that looks like. And you get to decide if it's something that you want to, you know, um, continue to uphold or if it's something that you are willing to adjust and be flexible with. And I'm unwilling to be flexible with my client deadlines. If I tell my client like, hey, I'm going to have something for you by Friday, I'm going to have it by Friday, you know, because that's just not something that I'm willing to compromise on. However, my podcast deadlines are not as serious because it's not a client thing that's being done. It's still something I want to be done for the business. But my cl- my podcasts are the one thing that's like, okay, well, I can push this if I need to. If I'm so distracted by client work and other stuff and school stuff, I can totally push the podcast and record the episode a day late or something like that. So I just want to have that conversation with you real quick because I think it's really important to remember that and to remember that sometimes when we're so used to the night, the like, Um, grade school system, you know, that we've been brought up in or the nine to five corporate world. Like sometimes we don't realize that it's okay if you push a deadline occasionally. It doesn't mean everything's going to start falling apart or that you're a failure or any of those things. It just means life got in the way and you decided to push the deadline. You made the executive decision to push the deadline. So that is what we did. So I uh, apologize for that, like I said, but at the same time, I kind of don't because I did what was best for me. So today I wanted to talk to you about messaging. I kind of wanted to continue the conversation that we had in the last podcast episode and talk to you about your messaging. So last time I talked to you about the five major bullet points that's really important for you to hit in your message. We talked about what you're doing, uh, what problem you help people solve and what result you help them get, who you serve, how you help them, why you are different or you are the best and where and when they can work with you and where they can take the action to work with you. 
So I kind of want to continue that messaging conversation. And today I wanted to talk to you about um, a way to provide value in your content without necessarily giving how-to content. So that's what I wanted to do for you guys today. So stay tuned for that conversation. Before we do though, as always, whether you're watching me live, you're watching the replay, you're listening to the podcast, I would absolutely love it if you would comment down below and say hi, if you would uh, hit a review, put a review for me on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this, if you would share it on your social media, all of those things are super helpful for me and I love it when people do that. I love it when people show me that they love my content because it encourages me to make more. So go ahead and do one of those things if you really love the podcast and you've been digging these conversations with me. And I would love to respond to you in some way, in whatever way that I can. And let's go ahead and talk about your messaging, right? Okay, so when we are trying to get our message out into the world, there are many ways that we can do this. But one of the most effective ways and one of the most common ways that people use is organic content. Now, what I mean by organic content is it's not paid, right? So like if you're paying for Facebook ads or Google ads or Pinterest ads or any of those things, obviously there's money involved. You're putting money down so that you can reap the rewards of the ads, right? So organic content really just means you're not paying for it. It's free content that you are putting out and you don't have to pay to put it on the platform. It's not costing you any money necessarily. It is costing you time right? But because of that, you're able to reap rewards from the content if people sign on to be a client and et cetera, et cetera. So when I say organic content, I'm talking about things like Facebook and Instagram posts, um, TikTok posts, Pinterest posts, like social media posts in general, email content and email sent to your email list is definitely considered organic content. Um, Blog posts, website content of any kind, those types of things, right? Anything that is really not a paid advertisement or a paid public relations PR kind of thing. So the thing is that with organic content, your messaging is so freaking important because algorithms change all the time, right? On Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, we have had social media for well over a decade at this point. And we know that if there's one thing that's true, it's that social media is always evolving. The algorithms are always changing. The features are always changing. Instagram and Facebook are always adding new features and doing new things. There's always a new social media platform to worry about. Like last, a couple years ago, it was Clubhouse. I think in 2020 was the new thing. A while ago, TikTok was the new thing. I'm sure in the next 10 years, we're going to see like a couple more social media networks pop up, right? So it's, it's really relevant in that space of um, social media and organic content, this, this idea of evolution, right? And so here's the thing. You can't predict the algorithm. You just can't. You can always do tips and tricks of like, you know, certain hashtags you can use, certain technical tactics you can use to um, make sure that you're getting your content seen by the right people. But the reality is the best way to make sure that your organic content is always getting you results and is always connecting with your customers 
is to make sure that your messaging is super, super dialed in when you are creating this content. And that's what we kind of talked about last time, right? We talked about that idea that when your messaging is super specific and people can look at the last like 10 posts that you posted or the last couple blog posts or whatever, and they immediately know who you are, what you help them do, all of those different things, all of those different bullet points that we talked about last time, right? It's a lot more likely that they're going to stay in your atmosphere or maybe become a client down the line, right? Because your messaging obviously connected with them. So here's the thing. If your messaging is super dialed in on content, in on social media, in your organic content, the algorithm changes sort of don't affect you. And I know that's probably going to peeve a lot of people because they're going to be like, what do you mean the algorithm changes don't affect me? I so-and-so told me that I should start posting like this and use this feature if I want to beat the algorithm and blah, 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 right? And I'm not saying any of those tips are bullshit. Those are totally relevant tips. But what I'm saying is the thing is that at a certain point, those tips aren't really going to be helpful for you because if your messaging itself isn't super dialed in, it doesn't matter how many hacks you use to try to get people to try to get the algorithm to favor you or try to get people to view you or whatever, right? If you are not connecting with people on a one-on-one basis through your messaging or through direct outreach, it's going to be a little bit harder to get the results that you want to get in your marketing, right? So we want to make sure that our messaging is super dialed in, in our organic content. But there's also something else that's really key to think about here. So I like to tell my clients that there's three types of content that you really need to make sure you have in your rotation. Connect, contribute, and convert. So connect content is basically... It's motivational content, it's informational content, it's inspirational, it um, educates people about the problem that they have. You're really trying to connect with people on a level of like, hey, here's who I am, here's the problem that I solve, right? And you're educating people about the problem. The contribute phase then is about going further than just the problem, and now you're kind of talking about the solution. You're talking about what possible fixes and processes and all of those different things people can do you're sort of sharing value with them right of things that they can do differently that will help them get better results and then the convert phase super convert content is super self-explanatory it's all about the conversion it's all about taking somebody from being somebody in your audience to being a paid client so the convert content is more about your specific product your specific solution it's where we talk about promos and sales and discounts and all of those different things right so connect contribute and convert all three of those different types of content are super relevant to your marketing strategy if you want the best results now today i really wanted to focus on the contribute sort of the connect and the contribute piece but really the contribute piece and talk about value because I think there's this sort of misconception out there. We hear coaches all the time be like, oh, you should totally deliver value for your clients. You should give value all the time, right, in your content. And it's like, okay, but what does that mean? And I think there's a lot of people that are confused about what that means and a lot of people that that have the wrong idea. And so I kind of, oh my gosh, I'm yawning. I'm so tired. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that I'm yawning. It's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm like really, really freaking tired. But I wanted to get this podcast episode done for you. So I I apologize for my yawns. But anyway, 
Um, so a lot of people are kind of confused about like, what does it actually mean to have value content, right? And I think a lot of people think that value content means how to content, like list by list. Here's what you do. Here's how you fix the problem kind of content, right? So like if as a business coach, my how to content would be like how to create a social media strategy that works for you or how to um, market your business in a way that works for you or like whatever, right? It'd be very informational and like a how to bullet point kind of thing. And the thing is that that content is super helpful. It definitely has a place in your marketing strategy, but that's not the only way to give value to your clients. And in fact, I don't think it's one of the best ways to give value to your clients. I think the better way to give value to your clients is by shifting their perspective. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. When you give value in your content, the end goal should be I'm giving people a result before they pay me. So before they even become a client of mine, my podcast episode or my blog post or my social media post is going to give them a piece of information or it's going to shift their perspective about something so much that it gives them value in doing so, that it helps them do something better, right? So I was listening to a podcast um, earlier and in the podcast, it was a James Woodward podcast, and in the podcast, he gave this really amazing example that I wanted to share with you, which is basically, if you are a runner, right, and I told you, okay, you're, you're, you want to hit a five-minute mile, and I told you, well, if you want to hit a five-minute mile, here are all the things that you can do, right? You can do this and this, and you can run like this, and you can change your form, and blah, 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 blah. I hit you with the list. That's going to be helpful, of course. There are definitely going to be some people who take that information and run with it, but it may not be the most helpful. It might be more helpful for me to be like, you know what? If you just stopped using the shoes that you were using, if you started using better shoes, or maybe if you stopped with the form that you're using and you changed your posture while you're running, you're going to increase your results and get a better time for your mile, but you're not going to spend as much effort doing it, right? Now, both pieces of information are valuable, right? The, excuse me, now I have the hiccups, the how-to and the, um, the value piece, the shifting the perspective piece, pointing out your mistakes are both helpful, but they are different because, like I said, one is very focused on giving you all the information and showing you what to do and kind of overwhelming you with all of these facts, while the other one is very specifically like, look, I, want, I know you want to solve this problem. Here is the easiest way to solve this problem without doing any more effort. The easiest way to solve this problem is by fixing the mistake that you're making, and the mistake that you're making is using the wrong pair of running shoes or using the wrong form or whatever, right? So that's what is really important about your value content. It can definitely be how-to content. It can definitely show people what to do and how to do it and all of those things, and you absolutely should do that in some of your posts. But I also want you to think about value content in the terms of giving a result to somebody before they pay you, shifting their perspective about something so that they're more aligned with your solution. So like I said, if you you have to pinpoint the problem that you solve for people, right? And you have to shift 
how they are looking at the problem so that they are in the place where they want to find the solution. So for me as a business coach, the problem that most people have is they're not making as much money as they want to be making. Either they don't have clients at all and they're not making money at all and they want to be signing clients and making money or they are signing clients and making money, but they want to increase their revenue, right? Basically, they are not making as much money as they want to be making. That is their problem. And the symptoms of that, the way that that shows up is they're more stressed a lot of the time. They're thinking about money. They're trying to work themselves to death and they're really like not spending a lot of time with their family and friends because they're so focused on their business. Um, their energy is being completely devoted to their business and maybe they're even feeling disconnected from their business at this point because they're just like not really sure how to grow from here, right? There are a lot of different symptoms that can appear from that problem. So I, in my content, I could totally tell somebody like, look, here's what you need to do, steps A through Z to start making more money in your business and figure it the fuck out. But I could also say, look, here's what you need to do, but let me give you an easier solution. What you are doing right now is thinking that strategy is the problem. And the reality is strategy is not your problem. And guess what? Mindset is not your problem either. The problem is more than likely the back end of your business, the, the systems of your business, how your business is running without you, right? When you get those systems and processes down and in place, your strategy will naturally align and your mindset will take some work, work on, obviously, but will catch up, right? So, so the mistake that you're making is focusing on your strategy and mindset when you really should be looking at your systems at this point in your business if you want to grow, right? So if I say something like that in a post, what are you going to do as a business owner? If you see me post something and you're and it's like, hey, you know what? You're focusing on strategy and mindset, but you really could be just focusing on your systems and that will change everything for you, that might shift your perspective. You might be like, oh my God, she's totally right. Like I don't need to focus on my strategy and my mindset. I'm already good in those areas. I need to think about my systems, right? So it's all about problem awareness. There's this different type of value that you can provide in your content that is all about helping people become more aware of the problem that they have and what symptoms it's causing and helping people shift their perspective on what they are doing to solve the problem and why that may not be the most effective way to solve the problem, right? Because at the end of the day, people buy your solution when they believe that it is the most effective way to solve their problem. Many times, on, I feel like already on this podcast, I've mentioned the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser because I, we use it in my house and I love it. <laughs> and it's, it's really similar with the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, right? Like in their advertisements, they don't really focus on telling me, here's how you clean your dirty tub, right? Like I fucking know how to clean my dirty tub. I don't need them to tell me that. But what they tell me in their advertisements is, look, when you have been trying to clean your dirty tub, what you're doing is using a lot of elbow grease and working your hand to death and you're using old school cleaners that do some work but they don't really do as much work as they could right but instead you could use a cleaner that does all of that work for you so that all you have to do is do a little bit of light touching and scrubbing and boom you're done clean tub right so in that advertisement what they've done is shifted my perspective on my problem they've shifted my perspective on my problem and my solution because now I'm like oh no you're totally right like I could do other things to solve the problem of my dirty tub, but
but this solution sounds so much better and your perspective of oh wait I don't have to use all those cleaners I can stop doing that and start doing this thing instead and that's going to help me solve my problem right that makes me want to go out and buy a Mr. Clean eraser because they've clearly aligned themselves as the solution to my problem and they've shifted my perspective enough where now I see that they are the solution to my problem right versus if Mr. Clean Eraser was like here is how you go clean your tub I would be like I already fucking know that information I don't need to know it again right or I don't need to know 17 other steps to clean my tub I just want to be able to clean my tub just give me the magic bullet solution right so it's really the same with your clients like I said how to content is absolutely relevant it's absolutely helpful and it is so important and also it's not the only type of value content that you can provide. You can absolutely provide value by giving motivation to people, by inspiring people to do something, by educating them on the problem, by shifting how they're looking at the problem, by shifting their perspective on the solution, by introducing new solutions to them, right? There are so many different ways that you can create value for people in your content. And I want you to be aware of that because sometimes I think we get into this habit where all we're doing is pumping out how-to content. And the thing is that how-to content can help us position ourselves as an authority figure, kind of like an expert in our field, right? But it's not going to make people want to buy. Because like I said, if Mr. Clean Eraser, if I'm struggling with my tub being dirty, and Mr. Clean was like, here's how exactly what to do step-by-step to clean your tub, I'd be like, that's fine, but I already know that, right? We have to assume that your clients and customers are already knowledgeable about some of these things. Not all of them will be. There are definitely going to be some people who are like at the beginning of their journey and they need to be educated about the problem and the solution and all of those different things. But there are going to be plenty of people in your audience who are smart enough to already know the solutions out there, right? So they're already in a position where they're ready to buy. Now you just have to drive it home with why you are the right fit for this problem and solution, right? Why your perspective on things is a perspective that they may want to adopt, right? So at the end of the day, like I said, remember, there are so many ways to create value in your content. You can shift perspectives, you can give how-to, you can do all of those different things, you can talk about your product. There are lots of ways to give value in your content, but you always want to be connecting it back to what you do and what you're selling and what your solution is, right? You always want to make sure that you're giving value in your content, but you're not just overwhelming people with to-dos and how-tos, and you're not just giving away everything where nobody wants to pay you for what you do. You want to make sure you're giving them value that encourages them and points them in the direction of what you are invent what you are actually selling and what your solution is, right? Because if you go like me as a coach, if I all day long was like, here's what to do, here's how to make more money in your business, like step by step by step, there are gonna be some people who listen to it and take my advice and then never pay me a dime for any of my advice, right? There are going to be some people, though, who are like, I mean, that's great, but I already knew that. That's not why I want to hire a coach. I don't want to hire a coach to tell me what to do. I want to hire a coach to help me shift my perspectives on things and to help me look at things differently and to help me um, start to talk things out and vent things and all of those different things, right? So like I said, value can be provided in so many different ways, and I just want you to keep that in mind. I'm sorry if if I sound like I'm a little sick I just realized my nose is like stuffy and my throat is kind of like 
raspy right now. Um, I, I don't know if I'm sick, but I definitely feel, I feel like I might have allergies going on right now because it's like starting to get hotter. I'm in Florida and it's starting to get a little bit hotter and, um, my kitty girl Mila is shedding a lot more. She's officially a year old and she is shedding so freaking much. So I think I just have some allergies going on. So I apologize for that. But anyway, I think I am going to wrap up this live because that's basically everything I had to say. Just remember that you can create value in so many ways and value content is very important to your marketing strategy because it helps people know that you know what you're talking about and that you are an authority and an expert in your field, right? And when people look at you as an authority or an expert in your field, they're that much more likely to actually buy what you're selling because they know that that is going to help them solve the problem that they have, right? So we want to make sure we're communicating that in your value content. So just keep that in mind going forward as you're writing content, as you're thinking about your messaging. Remember that you do have to in your messaging, in your content, you do have to focus on providing value and shifting perspectives, right? So that's everything I had to say for you today in today's live. I hope that was helpful. As always, I'm going to go hop off and drink some more chai and enjoy the rest of my day. And I hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. And I will chat with you in the next video. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Coaching with Preeti podcast. If you liked what you heard in today's show and you feel like you know that other people would get value from it, I would absolutely love it if you would share the show on social media, share it with all of your business owner friends, and I would also love it if you would go ahead and write a review, whether you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so that other people know that it's a show that they want to tune into. And I also want to give you a quick reminder, which is that if you right now are making money in your business and signing clients and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you and I need to have a conversation. We may be the perfect fit to work together one-on-one -on -one as coach and client. So in order to see how we vibe, I would love it if you would click the link in the show notes and go to my website, www.breathyserene.co and go ahead and book a complimentary coaching call with me where we can talk all about your business, get clear on your goals, get clear on what challenges you currently have, and figure out your roadmap to success together. So go ahead and do that. And I'm so grateful you listened to today's episode, and I can't wait to see you in the next one.